Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. And we say, Good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Father, for this new day that we are alive, for this new opportunity to come to you and be with you. We thank you for our health, for our strength. And we thank you that you fill us with your spirit. that you give us spiritual strength and health as well by feeding us with your word every single day. And you draw us close to you. You quicken us. You call each one of us by name. You pour out your joy, your peace into our hearts. And we share the same, Lord, for that same level of quickening that you have put in our hearts to bring us here this morning, that every one of our brothers and our sisters that we raise up in prayer, that they be filled with the same as well, Lord, we pray. We share your peace and joy with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and this praying family. We share it with all those for whom prayers have been requested on this group, those that have no one to pray for them. <clears throat> we share it with all Christians that do not yet personally know you. They don't have that relationship with you yet. You're still religion for them. And with all those that do not want to know you, that have turned away. We call for that same quickening, Father. We ask for your mercy upon those lives and your grace to fill them. So as we call on your name, Father, as we pray, we call on your name, remembering that you are the lifter of men, that you are the king, the just judge, the one that rules the kingdom. The ones that gives us the principles of success in that kingdom. The father who loves us with an everlasting love and is ever faithful. You are the ancient of days. You are the maker, the creator. The God of peace who shall bruise, <clears throat> who shall bruise Satan under our feet. <clears throat> and we pray in the name of your son, Jesus. The one that makes your word real to us. The word himself. as mentioned in your book of law. And he came that we might have wisdom, that we might not suffer under ignorance. He came that we might not suffer slavery, but we might have salvation, we might live free, that we might have redemption. And he gave of his everything for that. And he led by example, showing us how as men, as human, we could overcome all those limitations Rebuild our relationship with the Father and live once again within His glory when we are filled with His Spirit. So as we study your word, Father, help us to pay close attention to what you are trying to tell us there. And we pray in the name of your Spirit, the Spirit of light and life, the Spirit of truth, that same Spirit who makes all this truth revealed to us, who gives us an understanding of what is mentioned in your word. So that when we understand your principles, your prophecies, your promises, your ways, when we understand those and we start to live by them, your hedge of protection, your laws come into force, your principles that are meant to guide and protect us come into existence in our lives where all the barricades were put down, they are now raised up again. <clears throat> 
Satan is automatically kept out of those. We pray in the name of that spirit who heals our backsliding, who has made his tabernacle in our body, now gives life to that mortal body, raises us up and strengthens our ministry so that when we speak your word, we know that it carries the same spiritual power as you speaking it. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with the gift of your word, the gift of your son, your spirit. We thank you that you have blessed us with every spiritual gift in the heavenlies. Help us recognize those, desire them, and then learn how to work with them. We thank you that you have blessed us with the angels with destiny help us so that in every area that we fall short, you have given us that position of advantage, that backup to help us, to support us in those times of need. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with the gift of prayer above all. Your legal system where we can authorize you, not beg, but authorize you to take over, enter into our realm and our circumstances and fight our battles on our behalf. And you are ever willing to do it because of your infinite love for us. You are ever willing to forgive. You are ever willing to raise us up. And you are ever willing to step in and clear out and to sort all the complexities that we have put ourselves into. Out of our ignorance, out of our limitations. We thank you, Father. As we make our prayer this morning, I cover and seal every word we speak and every prayer we make. <clears throat> as well as everyone that is part of this prayer meeting and every family part of this prayer group. By your precious blood, Jesus. We put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your will. Your holy and pure will. We call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us. To protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism and any kind of natural disasters. I command that angelic protection in the mighty name of Jesus. We also herald the power in our spoken word. Remembering and recognizing that our spoken word carries spiritual power. They are not just mere words. When we speak them in the spirit, as part of our prayer, we herald that same power, Lord, by proclaiming your word from Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11, that says, As the rain and the snow come down from heaven, and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater, so is our word that goes out of our mouths. It will not return to us empty, we declare, but will accomplish what we desire and achieve the purpose for which we send it. And we send it in faith, released in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for that power that resides on our tongue. Today, I'd like us to reflect on our choices. Everything in our life 
is an outcome of the choices we make. And God gave us a free will to choose. The guidelines given to us are the word of God. And his instruction, his law by which we must abide. But we still have that free choice on whether to abide by that law or to choose against to do to choose to live against it. And we bear the outcomes or the consequences of those choices we make. But he will not stop us. He will warn us, will certainly not stop us there. And a classic case is that of God versus money, a modern day struggle. What do we often choose? More often than not, we see if we look back into our own lives, we often choose money. Not out of greed always, it's also out of our limitations. Out of our survival instinct. Even though it keeps us busy and prayerless, yet we often choose it over God. Our very education system teaches us to chase money, to work for money. When in God's system, it was designed to work the other way around. Money was meant to chase you. And that is the one common factor that you will notice among the rich. Money works for them. What is different in what they know from what we know? That is causing that difference. In our case, it is the other way around. The Bible says in Matthew 6 verse 24, no one can serve two masters. Either you will hate the one and love the other, or you will be devoted to one and despise the other. Many times in our case, it is us choosing one over the other. And there is some connection, oh God, there will always be a constant battle of which one takes priority at a given point of time. On one day it is one, on another day it is different. And so the Bible says you cannot serve both God and money. But money is tempting because it can buy luxury and more importantly, for a very basic reason, it can pay our bills. Let us look at an example here from the Bible in the lifetime of Jesus itself. Judas was tempted again and again to steal small amounts. We see a mention of that in John 12 verse 6. <clears throat> now he was trusted by Jesus. The very fact that he was the money bag, he was a keeper of the money bag, suggests that Jesus believed he was a smart man who could manage money, manage the expenses and accounts. And he was trustworthy as well. But at various points, the lust for money kept probably kept creeping in a little by little. The evil ones sought to tempt him. And at some stage, he gave into those temptations. It started helping himself. And he gradually built it into a habit. Until at one point, he was tempted to betray Jesus for the same. And he couldn't say no. 
the Bible records 30 pieces of silver. He served money as a master at that time and not God, even though he was a follower of Jesus, a follower of his teachings, going with him everywhere, forsaking his home and everything. And yet, it can take its toll. So none of us are exempt from that possible outcome. But we all have a choice to make whenever such temptations come. And then the Bible records the result of his choices later. In the same way, we will have the outcomes of the choices we make. Jesus said in Matthew 7, Matthew 7 was 13 onwards actually. Enter by the narrow gate. The wide gate is easy but deceiving and often leads to destruction. The narrow gate is difficult but leads to life. Proverbs 14 verse 12 sums it up to say, There is a way that seems right to a man, but the end of it is the way of death. So what appeals to our human senses, and we think yep, that's a good way, makes sense, it is logical for us but could be ending up with outcomes that are unpleasant. We need to think again. That is why the Bible says in Romans 12 verse 2, do not conform to those worldly ways that could lead down that path. But be transformed, renew your mind and gain wisdom to see the truth that is not immediately revealed in those circumstances. To go above and beyond. Another reason there also then is what the Bible says in Proverbs 3, verse 5 and 6. Lean on God for direction and understanding. Lean not on your human understanding. And Galatians 6, verse 7 says, What you sow as a matter of your choices is what you will end up reaping. So choose or sow wisely. In another place it says, those that sow to the flesh will reap corruption, but those that sow to the spirit will reap life. The same is true not only for money, but for every other form of currency that you have. Anything that you can use to trade in the spirit will always be tempted and tested with in an attempt to block you from being able to use and trade that in exchange for something spiritual that will benefit you in a bigger picture. Time is one such currency. Your time. Everyone is given the same 24 hours in their day. You get to choose what you will do with yours. Wherever you sow that time, out of that, you will reap. You can choose entertainment or study, or other forms of learning. You can choose where you'd like to invest or spend your time. And more often than not, we sometimes end up doing a whole lot of different things and wonder, where did my time go? And I didn't gain much out of it. Anything you choose will have that bearing on the outcome. If we choose to spend it on social media and become addicted to it or dependent on it, then we have made social media our master. 
So what you spend more of your time and energy on and are dependent on it, that is what we will have made our master. And the Bible says here, you can't serve two masters. It has to be one or the other. So I'd like us to think again on what is that preoccupation of our mind that we keep ourselves more busy with. And are we dedicating enough of our time, our energy, our resource to God? So that every other temptation cannot overtake that relationship and become the priority in our life. So reflect on your own life and see what you are being shown. Ask the Holy Spirit for direction there. The one prayer that we make every single morning as part of our intentions is praying against poverty, praying against ignorance, praying against prayerlessness and busyness. I'd like us to start by reflecting on these four first. Because it starts with these. These are the prime channels. The ultimate objective is to keep you away from God and disconnected in the spirit. So that none of your prayers carry any effect. Look at where you are being disarmed. And if we are following the other, not God as a master, then that is a warning flag, a warning signal for us that an attack is imminent. It's already underway. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for that discernment to touch each of us, for that revelation to come upon our hearts when we reflect on our own lives, our own times and how we spend our day and our weeks so that we are able to go back to our drawing boards and plan once again if it is in disarray, if we have let things slip by, by not being alert, by not paying close attention, we have let the enemy into our gates and let him tempt us with different things that look bright and flashy and beautiful. So that in the process, we have turned our eyes away from focusing on you to look on all those things. We come back to the house in repentance, Lord. We ask for forgiveness. Open our eyes. Let us see that truth. So that as your word in James 4 verse 7 says, when we submit to you, and then with that revelation, we go out and resist all those temptations of the enemy. He will tire and he must flee. We ask for that edification in our spirit this day, Lord. And as we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and for our temporal needs those of our families and our friends, for every prayer request that has been made on this prayer group. We pray for all those that are battling sickness and disease. Those that are hospitalized will undergo any kind of procedures. We ask forgiveness for sins, Lord, and we declare healing over these lives. We pray for all families that are embattled, that are facing any kind of division or separation. Even if it's the smallest misunderstandings, 
the smallest of unforgiveness that has stolen the peace and the joy out of our homes. We pray against that wickedness this day. We pray also for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives, including spirit of addiction, any other compulsive behaviors. And one of the most common ones is anger. Any other behaviors that keep us away from living your peaceful life, the life that you have given us, Lord. Any kind of mental disorders as well. Anyone battling depression, any kind of mental oppression. And against poverty, ignorance, busyness and prayerlessness. We make that choice today to rise above all of that. To look for solutions with passion. To find the purpose in our life, Lord. That we align with that purpose and look to what your word says about fulfilling that purpose. And then we commit to it, observe to do according to all that is written in it. When we meditate on it and understand what the next steps should be. Then we shall make our way prosperous and have good success. We pray also for our own personal needs and those of our families and our friends. Especially those that are not yet saved. Father, we thank you that you have heard us. That you always hear us. And when we release our prayer as a prayer of agreement made in the Spirit, united and with one Spirit with the Holy Spirit, that prayer made under an open heaven must come back as an answered prayer. We believe, Lord, we have received it and so receive, release our faith now as we pray in the Spirit using the gift of tongues you have given us. I encourage all those that can pray in the Spirit using the gift of tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for that gift to release your tongue and your faith, ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us now make our prayer. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Sandra <laughs> <laughs> 
In the mighty and powerful name of Jesus. Amen and amen, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Scripture that's been put on my heart today is from Ephesians 6, 5 to 8. Sorry, Shannon, you're on mute. <clears throat> the scripture I've been given today is from Ephesians 6, 5 to 8. Slaves, be obedient to those who are your earthly masters with fear and trembling. In singleness of heart, as to Christ, not in the way of eye service, as men pleases, but as servants of Christ, doing the will of God from the heart, rendering service with a good will, as to the Lord and not to people, knowing that whatever good anyone does, he will receive the same again from the Lord, whether he is a slave or free. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We have a scripture that has been shared in the chat as well, taken from the NIV version of the Bible. This is from Psalm 37, verses 23 and 24, where it is written, The Lord makes firm the steps of the one who delights in him. Though he may stumble, he will not fall, for the Lord upholds him with his hand. Amen. Thank you, Jesus.
If you are being blessed by these reflections, please share them with your family and friends. As also Brother Savio's reflections that he posts on our Facebook page, our YouTube channel, and on our Telegram group chat as well. Also a reminder about our Bible study session this Friday. It is the sixth part, the final part in our series on changing the seen and shaping the unseen. We will learn in depth about the unseen realm of the spirit and how to begin to look at things which are not seen with the natural eye. It has been a powerful series so far. A lot of eye-opening revelations that have been coming in through these teachings. The best we can do or the least we can do actually is give those revelations as a gift to open the eyes of someone in our family or our friend circle so that their prayer life is blessed. We shall share links for people to join on Zoom and on YouTube on our channels later this morning. Please share those messages with your family and, with, and invite them to come. And at the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his generous love for us chases and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful day, everyone. Thank you, Russell. God Thank you, Russell. God bless everyone. Thank you, Russell.